Hi there, and welcome to this episode of the Pathfinder's Light with me, Yurose, and my sweet, sweet companion, the Holy Spirit. I earnestly hope you're doing well, and I pray that this episode blesses you. In this episode, I'm going to talk about another aspect of walking in the Spirit. It has to do with the giftings. You know, the Bible says that every good and perfect gift comes from the Father of Light, from um, with whom there is no variation of turning. In this episode, I'm going to talk about some of those gifts, and to kickstart that, I'll read briefly from 1 Corinthians chapter 12. So, from verse 1 says, Now, concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles, carried away to these dumb idols, however you were led. Therefore, I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed, and no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. There are diversities of gifts but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities but it is the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit to another the word of knowledge through the same spirit to another faith by the same spirit to another gifts of healings by the same spirit to another the working of miracles to another prophecy to another discerning of spirits to another different kinds of tongues to another the interpretation of tongues but one and the same spirit works all these things distributing to each one individually as he wills So I'll go through these gifts individually, after which I'll talk about how we as Christians can acquire them and use them. But before I do that, let me just talk about verse 3 of this portion I just read. It says, Therefore I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed, and no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. I just want to say that these gifts that God gives us, their main purpose is for us to proclaim in different ways according to the manifestation of these gifts that Jesus is Lord. So that is the story that each of these gifts tells whenever we use them accurately. So let me start. The first gift on our list here is the word of wisdom. Now what is the word of wisdom? There is um, if, you, if you read the Bible, you see how Jesus would talk very interestingly and he would confound all of his listeners and the Bible will say that they were caught to the heart and then they left or they were caught to the heart and he ceased asking him questions. That's how the word of wisdom works. The word of wisdom is a way in which you are able to expound the mysteries of God whether in complexity or in simplicity, but it's a way in which you expound the mysteries of God such that the conscience of the hearers cannot deny the truth of what is being said. So even if they go on to say blasphemies or contradictions concerning what was said, their consciences cannot deny the truth. If you, The Bible in the book of Acts also talks about Stephen, how he spoke with a wisdom that could not be resisted. You know, when he was speaking to the gathering, when he was to be judged and he addressed them, he spoke so profoundly about the mysteries of God and they were steadfastly looking at his face 
and it was so beautiful they were not able to resist it it was because of how they understood the truth of what he was saying that they wanted to kill him because they did not get why this truth should go against what they believed so that's word of wisdom word of wisdom is the way you expound the mysteries that the consciences consciences of the hearers are not um, able to deny the truth of what is what is being said so that's word of wisdom there are other examples but let's just stick with those ones for now then the next gift on the list is word of knowledge now word of knowledge is um how do i explain this okay it's a way in which god tells you what is currently going on in a situation or in a person's heart so sometimes people mistake word of knowledge for gift of prophecy but gift of prophecy is different for instance you see how jesus was working with his disciples and they will say that he knew what was in their hearts that's word of knowledge he's able to accurately tell what is going on in their hearts it's different from discernment of spirits word of knowledge tells you in a very very obvious accuracy what is going on in a situation or in a person's heart that's how word of knowledge works so um, another example of word of knowledge is when ananias and sapphira came to peter and each of them lied about how much they had sold their land for and peter was able to tell the truth without them telling it to him that was word of knowledge and another yet another example is when some men came to look for peter while he was staying at somebody's house and the holy spirit told peter that go downstairs some people are looking for you and just follow them so without having any physical insight into the matter he was able to tell people were looking for him because the holy spirit told him so that's word of knowledge now the next on the list is faith i've already talked about faith in the previous episode but i should mention something faith is a gift through which all these other gifts work faith is our currency that we use to operate um, the spiritual things and these gifts are domiciled in the spirit so in order to engage them we require the gift of faith something else i should mention about faith is that faith the gift of faith was first used when we all believed in god the bible says that we are saved through faith yes not that of ourselves but a gift from god working through grace so faith was first used at the point where we believed and became born again now the next on the list is gifts of healings now gifts of healings well this is very easy to explain or rather it's an obvious gift you know when a um a health matter is tackled spiritually and total restoration is gotten well sometimes it could be partial restoration in there was an instance where Jesus prayed for a man and um, he touched his eyes and then he asked the man what do you see now the man said I see men walking like trees so if Jesus had stopped there that would have been the end of the, the healing but Jesus went further and put his hands again then the man got his total restoration so the gift of healing can be used in that way the gift of healing is used to restore things to the optimal state of health that is the purpose of the gift of healing and remember i said that all of these gifts are used to proclaim that jesus is lord i'm going to explain this properly after i finish talking about the gifts individually the next on the list is working of miracles now working of miracles is not only those very spectacular things that we see like working on water no working on miracles includes everything that is 
empowered by grace that proclaims that Jesus is Lord. So all of these other gifts can actually qualify sort of as the gift uh, of working of miracles. Because you see in the Bible, sometimes it says the miracle of healing. So you see that even healing can put on that working of miracles. But as a gift, it's um, there's a place in the Bible where the Bible, uh, it says that unusual miracles were worked by the Apostle Paul such that handkerchiefs that were placed on his body were carried to put on people who were sick and the demons left them and they got well. So as a gift, it shows up in a very, very powerful way, although it always, always starts in the little things, like the miracle of going to bed and waking up the next morning. It's a very beautiful thing. I, I, I believe, is it Psalm 2 or Psalm 3 now, that David talked about how because he went to bed and um, woke up the next morning, he believed that God kept him throughout the night. And because of that, he understands that he, he should not be afraid of um, a thousand enemies or something like that. You know, he was just trying to see how powerful the miracle of going to bed and waking up the next morning is. So that's how the gift of miracles work. Anything that is grace-powered, you know, any anything that is done by grace is a miracle so when you learn to appreciate the little miracles you can now come into the reality of the larger miracles so the next on the list is prophecy now prophecy is a gift that is used to tell things that will happen but that's not where it ends prophecy is also used to create realities you see there was a time when when paul just gave his life to christ he was praying and then the Holy Spirit told him that, or rather, the Holy Spirit went and told um, prophets Ananias that a man called Saul is praying and he has seen somebody called Ananias coming to lay hands on him and he will receive his sight. So you see that Paul was praying and God had not yet told Ananias that. So Paul's prayer was creating the reality of his healing, it was creating that reality effectively. So you see that the gift of prophecy works through revelations in the form of dreams and visions. I think the reason for that is because prophets are people who are required to give a detailed account of what God is telling them. That's why it comes in those forms such that they are able to look into that reality and come back to our own reality and give a detailed account of what they have seen. And in some cases, like why I just gave you the example of Paul, you can what you are seeing is what you are making to be. Because if you see when Paul was praying and he had seen that thing happen, God hadn't spoken to Ananias yet, so he was making something into being. That's what I mean by the gift of prophecy can be used to create realities. So another example is when Cornelius was praying and he saw an angel and the angel told him that he should send somebody to Peter and Peter will come and tell him everything he needs to be saved. At the time when the angel had told Cornelius that, God had never spoken to Peter concerning the matter. So you see this is another event where, you see where the gift of prophecy is creating the reality through prayers. So he saw something in a vision and his prayer was actually what created the avenue for Peter to come because it was after his vision that Peter was now called upon and convinced to come and see him. So the gift of prophecy is a very powerful gift because it helps for 
everything relating to the future and the most beautiful part about it is that whatever it is a prophet sees if it is not you know in keeping with what the prophet knows to be god's will the prophet has the opportunity to change that reality into god's will because sometimes god can give a prophet a warning through a dream or a vision of events to come and the prophet is able to change that reality into what he knows to be God's will. That's how beautiful the prophetic is. Now, the next gift is discerning of spirits. I really love, love this gift because I've interacted with it a lot. Now, the way the gift of discerning of spirits works is that through the help of the Holy Spirit, you're able to compare every spirit to God's own spirit. So you see how much it deviates or how much it conforms to God's spirit. That's how the gift of discernment of spirit works. Let me give you a good example from the Bible. There was a time when Paul was at a particular village and a girl who was possessed with a diviner spirit was following them and saying that these men have come to tell us of the um, gospel of Christ, you know, the gospel of salvation and all of that. Now, to anybody's ears, that seems like a good thing, right? Like she's saying that this people have come to give us the gospel. But Paul was able to discern that these spirits did not conform with God's spirits. That's why he rebuked, you know, the Bible says he rebuked the spirits because he saw that it did not conform with God's spirit. So that's what the that's how the gift of discernment can work. You're able to, the Bible says, test all spirits. So it's through the gift of discernment that you test spirits. You're able to look at people's spirits and see how much it either conforms to or deviates from God's own spirit. The reason why Paul had to rebuke that girl's spirit is because even though what she was saying was true, because of the spirit with which she was saying it, it will not proclaim that Jesus is Lord. That's why he had to rebuke the spirit because what is important in spreading the gospel is the spirit with which you are saying it. It's not just the words you're saying. That's why Jesus can say on the last day, people will come and say, we did miracles in your name, we did all of these things in your name. And then Jesus will look at them and say, get away from me, you workers of lawlessness. Because even if they claimed it was in his name, was it with his spirit that they did it? Shebi, you now see how important it is to do things with the right spirit and with the gift of discerning of spirits. You're able to tell when a person's spirit is right based on how much it conforms to God's spirit or how much it deviates from God's spirit. Now, the next gift on the list is different kinds of tongues. Now, there are tongues of angels and tongues of men, according to what the Bible has let us know. But then, even in tongues of angels, the one that you do not understand, even in that one, there are levels. If you've noticed, if you speak in tongues, you see that when you started speaking in tongues, and now it's different. Like the sound of the tongues is different. Even the power of the tongues is different. You notice that sometimes when you're asking God for something in your heart and you start speaking in tongues, it sounds different from when you are thanking Him and there's so much joy coming out of your heart. It sounds different. So the gift of different kinds of tongues allows the person who is speaking tongues to travel to different realms in the spirit based on the tongues. You know, there are people who are able to really use the different kinds of tongues for purposes, you know, depending on the kind of prayer that they are praying. And people who have the gift of different kinds of tongues usually have the next gift on our list. 
interpretation of tongues now this gift is a gift that i think has been massively massively underplayed in our generation because you hardly hear people who interpret tongues usually what you hear in, in gatherings is just people who are speaking in tongues and all of that it's not common to find people who now come and interpret what people have said now by the good and wonderful grace of god i can interpret tongues the first time i interpreted tongues okay it was my friend who prayed for me for the gifts and then we met again to pray with another friend and he told me he was going to test the gifts on that particular day so the other person praying with us spoke in tongues and then he told me to interpret and then just as she spoke i was just able to hear clearly in my own understanding how she was praising and magnifying the name of God. So I just interpreted what she was saying at that point. It was beautiful. From that point on, I've been able to interpret tongues when I hear them. And sometimes I want to do apropos into people's prayers. But, you know, it's not every time God lets me in on the tongues people are speaking. And I'm going to explain that shortly. Now, the next gift on the list is... Oh, okay. That's it, though. Interpretation of tongues. <laughs> okay, so we are done. Now, the next part of this um, episode, I'm going, I, I want to now talk about how to use these gifts. Now, acquiring of these gifts is through prayer and impartation by other people. Paul told us to earnestly desire these gifts and then he showed us a better way that we should desire love and through love we can use all of these gifts. But you know, you can desire each of these gifts earnestly through prayer. You can pray for all of them. I remember when I started praying for the gift of discernment of spirits, I was telling God that right now I just gave my life to Christ and I'm like a three-year-old that is thrown into the battlefield with a machine gun and i can't differentiate my friends from my enemies so i don't know who is who i'm just shooting anyhow so i need the gift of the servant of spirits it was like a negotiation i was telling him i need the gift of the servant of spirits we have to tell apart who from who and all of that so that was how i started praying until i started seeing the manifestation of the gifts now all of these gifts actually have their baby stages so even before you pray for them you might be noticing some certain small small things that sometimes you are around certain people and you just don't feel comfortable you can't tell why but you're just not comfortable that could be the baby stage of discernment of spirits another one is sometimes you could be thinking of somebody and a conversation you want to have with the person and the person calls you and then you have that conversation that is the baby stage of word of knowledge you know knowing things as they happen so this gift this is how they can come another wish through laying on of hands i remember in a letter paul wrote to timothy he told him not to neglect the gift that is in him which was given by prophecy and laying on of hands of the eldership he also told him to meditate on them and give himself entirely to them so this is how we interact with the gifts in terms of acquiring them now how to use these gifts these gifts were given to us by god for his purposes in order to proclaim that jesus is lord now how do you proclaim that jesus is lord there is a story god is trying to tell with each of our lives and these gifts are ways in which he tells this story louder whenever he wants to up the volume of the mic he uses these gifts because it reaches far and wide now he's using this gift to tell a story of jesus as lord but in order to tell that story the, the gifts have to be 
used according to his prescriptions so even if these gifts are given to us to use because you see paul wanting to heal somebody he'll say i command so so and so to get out of you or i command this in the name of jesus to happen so he is the one commanding but in the name of jesus so yes these gifts have been given to us but then they are under the prescriptions of god you know god still has to tell us how to use these gifts if not we will not accurately tell that story that is in his mind to tell now how does this work the thing about these gifts is that they help people now so because of the way in which they are configured sometimes god will be telling you oh yeah don't use this gift at a particular time but you'll be like you'll be praying especially the gift of healing you can't see a sick person and you're desirous of seeing that person being healed so you're praying for that person but then you're not seeing any effect now the reasons why some why prayers for healing don't work there are many so i can't start talking about all of them sometimes it's your faith sometimes it's the faith of the person i remember when Paul looked at a man, I think in Lystra, and he he observed that the man had faith to be healed. And then he went and commanded the man to walk and all of that. The man started walking. So sometimes it's the person's faith. Sometimes it's your faith. Sometimes it is the situation of things in that God just does not want that to happen at that time. And you may be asking me, why? Why would God not want something to happen? Do you remember when Jesus went to the pool of Bethesda? A multitude of sick people were there. People with missing limbs, blind eyes, all sorts of things. But then guess what? Jesus walked up to just one man and healed that guy. Imagine how strange it would have been for everybody there. Or just think about present times. Imagine you walking into a hospital where plenty of sick people are, in, in fact, walking into the accident and emergency arm of the hospital. And then you're healing just one person and then you're walking out. And the other patient will be like, it's Ojuru, or everybody whom you tell about the story will be like, it's a lie. You and the guy that you healed, or you and the girl that you healed had an arrangement. The person was not truly ill. All sorts of things to be said. You know, that's how hypocrites talk. They always want things to happen in a way that benefits their own understanding of life. Rather than ask God about his own understanding of life and how his understanding is telling his story of Jesus being Lord. They just go about running their mouths and saying all sorts of things about people who have been graced by God to do things. When they themselves can be graced by God to do these same things, they rather you know, talk about other people who are doing things in a specified pattern that God has already revealed. So please, don't be afraid of doing one thing if it's only one thing God has told you to do. Don't be afraid of not doing anything at all, self, if God has told you not to do anything. Because the use of these gifts is according to his prescriptions. So it's very important that I say these things because by the time you pray for these gifts and you start getting them, there is a tendency to get angry at God when you pray for particular people and they don't get healed. See, there are many reasons why people don't get healed you know there are many reasons so it's it's just good to follow the prescription that god has given you you know you can ask him about the story asking for insights into how the story is playing out if he's in chapter 54 ask him about chapter 54 you know what's the story on chapter 54 ask him jesus would always walk and say that i do only what i see my father do be like jesus ask what he's doing so that you can do that also and understand that it's only in doing that that you will produce the good perfect and acceptable 
we love God. So I pray that as we ask for gifts, as we walk by the Spirit, as we hear from God, as we live the lifestyle, we do everything according to his prescriptions so that in the end, the ultimate story told will be that Jesus Christ is Lord. Thank you and God bless you. This is all that I can take for this episode. Until next time, bye.